0: I'm needing my clicker. Is it still back there? Thank you. We are going to be looking at Psalm 124 tonight, so if uh, you don't have your Bible opened up there, open up there. We'll be spending the entire evening looking at this passage. Thank you. You saw that phrase twice in the reading. The Lord is on our side. And I want you to stop and to think about that with me tonight. Uh, Last Sunday morning, I talked to you about the fact that God leads us. Tonight, I want to talk about the fact that God does deliver us. Somewhat uh, a close companion to what we talked about last week, but yet in many ways so very different as well. This is an important little psalm. There are going to be three different sections that we are going to divide it into. As I start this, I thought back years ago, that's back when I was high school age. Many of you will know the song that I am referring to. In fact, it's sometimes still played today. But oh, John Lennon had a song that was on the radio very, very regular back then. It was entitled, Imagine. And in that song, he would say, Imagine that there's no heaven. Imagine there's no hell. He said, imagine there's no countries. Imagine that there's no religion. Just everybody's going to share all the world, and the world will live as one. And he said, you may say that I'm a dreamer, but he's saying in reality that that song was his dream, and he went ahead to add, and I'm not the only one. And I remember as a high school kid hearing that and thinking, those are some good thoughts. But now I can tell you, those are some horrible thoughts. Absolutely horrible thoughts. And what I want us to think about tonight is the fact that as we go through life, if we are God's people, we've got God on our side. And that's a very important thing to think about, and I think about that if we have God on our side, that God is going to lead us home, and that is that heavenly home, and it is a place that is beyond description for each and every one of us, and something we can't even really imagine in our own mind. Psalm 124 is going to say the exact opposite of what John Lennon said. And I would ask you the question as we start tonight, what would life be like without God? Well, For me, it would be unimaginable. But when I look at this psalm here, I can answer that question very easily. If God's not in our life, you're going to have a life of devastation, a life where you are going to be defeated, a life when you are going to be destroyed, there's going to be destruction... There's going to be desolation as people will be devoured, demolished, and there will be a tremendous amount of decimation around about us. A lot of words that would describe what life is going to be like if God is not in our lives. So there are three points that I want to make with this psalm here this evening. And we start off verses 1 through 5. If the Lord had not been on our side, let Israel say. Now this means that this man is standing up before an audience and he wants to say, If the Lord has not been on our side, let Israel say. So he's now asking his audience to repeat the very same phrase with us. If the Lord had not been on our side, when men attacked us, when their anger flared against us, they would have swallowed us alive. The flood would have engulfed us and the torrent would have swept over us. The raging waters would have swept us away. And so what the man is simply saying that God has made all the difference in my life. And he was wanting everybody in Israel to know that, that we are where we are at because God has been with us. So I would ask you the question tonight, Where would you be without God? It's hard to think about, isn't it? And I can stop to some degree and think about that. And I would be like a lot of people in this world. I would have probably tried this thing, that thing, and the other thing. And it would have led me down the wrong road. This man is simply talking about that there are so many times that he had looked at Israel's history, and I would say he has lived through some of that history, and he knows that if it had not been for God, they'd been destroyed, defeated, and very likely no nation of Israel anymore. Where would we be without God? The fact is, we need God. And God is in our life, and I very much believe that God is working for us in our lives. A couple of verses that I want you to think about with me. First of all, Galatians chapter 3 and verse 6 says, If anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. The fact is we can't handle things on our own. The fact is we do need God in our life. And it is very clear that... You cannot think about eternal life without having God and His Son, Jesus Christ, in your life. It's not something that we think that we are smart enough, or strong enough, or more powerful enough. We cannot escape just simply due to our skills or our abilities. Education is not going to solve all these problems for us. We need God in our lives. This man is saying, God has been there for us, I would say, as an individual and as a nation. Here's a very important question that I think we need to think about on a very regular basis. Romans chapter 8, verses 31 and 32, and it starts off with the question on the screen. If God is for us, who can be against us? And when you stop and you think about... Israel, and you think about the history of Israel, think about how many times God saved them. How many times God delivered them from an enemy. And that's really what the story of Israel is all about. How God has protected those people until the time that He brought His Son into this world. The question demands an answer. If God is for us, who can be against us? And Paul gives us an answer. He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also along with him graciously give us all things? Paul is saying God deeply cares about you and that there are circumstances in your life that God can and will deliver you from. Now, I will not stand here before you tonight and say that you will be delivered from any little thing that's bothering you in your life. Or even any big thing. I always think about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego as they stood before the king and they're about to be thrown into that fiery furnace. God can deliver us. I don't know if He will or not, but God can. And so I want us to realize that we serve a powerful God that indeed is for us. And I am thoroughly convinced as I look at my life, and I think you will be also, that there are many times that God has delivered us and we didn't even know it was taking place. God has cared for us and God has watched over us all along the way. How much does God want us to make heaven with Him? He gave His Son. He gave His Son. And of course, when we... Think of the New Testament era. We have been delivered from sin. We have been delivered from Satan. And that is only possible because of what Jesus Christ did on the cross. But God loved us so much that He put Jesus on that cross. The Hebrew writer says in the 13th chapter in verse 6, So we say with confidence, The Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me well there are a lot of things and you read in your new testament about a lot of things that were done to the early christians and yet god's there with them and god has delivered them in some form or some fashion for what was taking place so the psalmist is saying to us yes god is my deliverer God." is on my side and tonight I want us all to realize those very same words God is on my side in verses 6 and 7 he is now got to talk about the fact that God had delivered a nation praise be to the Lord who has not let us be torn by their teeth we have escaped like a bird out of a fowler's snare The snare has been broken, and we have escaped. And so there are two situations that he is describing there. One is if there is a wild animal that wants to come up and devour them, but now the animal's gone. God's delivered me. And the other one is that there is someone that has set a trap, and we were in that trap. We were caught. But God has broken that trap or He's opened the door to that trap and we ourselves have escaped. So there are some horrible times that the Israelites have seen in their lives. God does protect His own, His own, when we are in danger. I want each of us to realize that with God there is a way out. Don't know how He will work it out, don't know what He will do, But yet, with God, there is a way that's out. There is no problem that is beyond His ability to solve. We may think in our mind, what can I do? How can I change these circumstances? But the fact is, God has the power and the ability in each and every of those situations. There are no circumstances too difficult for Him. And so it is a blessing for us to be able to say... The Lord is on our side. I turn back what is actually just one page in my Bible to Psalm 121. And the psalmist here is going to be talking about the idea of deliverance as well. I lift up my eyes to the hill. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. And when we're thinking about Lord, we're thinking about Almighty God that made this world that we live in. So I really love that second verse that's on the screen. My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. If he has made all of this, can he not deliver me from the circumstances that I find myself in? And the answer to that is yes. The second situation is that here is an individual that has been caught in a trap. And I especially think about that as far as us as Christians as well. We are going to find in 2 Timothy chapter 2 verses 25 and 26 that yes, people can be trapped, trapped by the devil himself. Be doing things they know they ought not do. Or maybe even being doing things that are wrong and they don't even realize that it is wrong. But God can deliver us from that as well. Paul wrote to Timothy and said to him, Those who oppose him, he must gently instruct in the hope that God will grant them repentance, leading them to a knowledge of the truth, and that they will come to their senses and escape from the trap of the devil who has taken them captive to do his will. God can deliver. Tonight, if you find yourself in a situation that you really belong to Satan himself, and you are in his trap, God can Can you deliver you from that? When I think about the scripture, I think about story after story after story after story where there is deliverance. I think about Noah and building that ark. How that he was rescued from the worldwide flood that would destroy the rest of the world. I think about story after story after story about the Israelites how they were rescued from the Egyptians, but not just the Egyptians, the Ammonites, the Moabites, and so many of those other bites that we read about. The Assyrians, the Babylonians. It's amazing what God did. And when I think about the story of the Assyrians, and I, I think about how that they surrounded that city, and they were about to destroy that city. And the Assyrian king literally wrote down, that I've got them surrounded like a bird in a cage. What happened? God sent one angel that night and killed 185,000 Assyrian soldiers. 185,000 died from one angel, and God delivered them at that point in time. Now think about stories like David and Goliath. Not only did God allow David to win against that giant, but he also allowed Israel to defeat the Philistines that day. I think about when God was with David, that how he saved him from the attacks of Saul himself, who was being hunted down like an animal, and yet God delivered him. Why? The Lord was on his side. I think about Daniel being thrown into that lion's den, How did he walk out of a lion's den the next morning? Because the Lord was on his side. Coming to the New Testament, I think about how Jesus delivered people from illnesses, demons, deformities, blindness, and yes, even death. Jesus delivered people from sin. Why? Because the Lord is on our side. In Philippians chapter 1 and verse 19 Paul is in a Roman prison at that point in time and Paul is thanking the Philippians for praying for him. And so there's two things that he's thinking about. Number 1 the prayers from the Philippians and number 2 is the help of the spirit. And with that he says it will turn out for my deliverance. Paul is saying I'm going to be delivered. I'm going to be rescued. Well, there's one other passage that I want you to think about as far as Timothy, or rather as Paul is concerned in 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verses 17 and 18. Have you ever been in a situation where I don't know what I'm going to do. It doesn't look good. It looks like the end is near. Paul is saying I was in that situation. I suspect he was in that situation many times. But as he wrote to Timothy, he says, The Lord stood by my side and gave me strength so that through me the message might be fully proclaimed and all the Gentiles might hear it. And I was delivered from the lion's mouth and the Lord will rescue me from every evil attack and will bring me safely into His heavenly kingdom. To Him be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Paul is saying, I felt as good as dead. I saw no way out. But there was a way out. God brought me out of that and God will bring me safely into His heavenly kingdom. Yes, God cares about us. Yes, the Lord is on our side. Psalm 50 verse 15, it says, Call upon me in the day of trouble and I will deliver you and you will honor me. So there is the final thought that we come into now with verse 8 when God delivers us will we honor him and glorify him verse 8 says our help is in the name of the Lord the maker of heaven and earth what's the psalmist say give God the glory I found myself in a situation I cannot get myself out of but God can So give God the glory, give God the honor, and give God the thanks for what He has done for us. In Psalm 115, verse 1, He says, Not to us, O Lord, or not to, yeah, not to us, O Lord, not to us, but to your name be the glory because of your love and your faithfulness. I want you to think about that. Not to us. It's God that's done that. God's on my side. God's brought me through this situation. And it's because He loves us and He is faithful to His own. I've always been amazed at the story of the demon-possessed man in Mark chapter 5. The man was in a horrible situation. He was not in control of himself. Extraordinary strength. People of the town could not do anything with this man whatsoever. But Jesus just simply spoke the word, and that man was delivered. The demons were gone. And that man was so amazed that, that man is now sitting there in his right mind, and all he can say is that I want to go with you. I want to be with you, and I want to tell everybody what you have done. And here's what Jesus said. Go home to your family. And tell them how much the Lord has done for you, and how he has had mercy on you. So the Lord went away and began to tell the Decapolis how much Jesus had done for him. And all the people were amazed. Go home and tell how God has delivered you. Tell people what Jesus Christ has done for you. And I believe that's what the eighth verse is trying to proclaim to us by the psalmist who says, God has been on our side. God has rescued you. Now tell people about the maker that is the maker of heaven and earth. That demon possessed man went home. Now, the thing that you and I don't really see in reading, unless you look into it, is he went home to a region. A region that's called Decapolis. Deca meaning ten. So there were ten cities in that area. And so he went to each of those cities in that area. And he says, I want to tell you what Jesus Christ has done for me. And the people were amazed at what the man had to say. They knew who he was. They knew what he used to be. And now they know what he is now. been delivered by Jesus. The fact is that each of us tonight, as a Christian, we've been delivered from our sins. We've been delivered from Satan himself. And oh, how we ought to want to say thanks be to God. Oh, how we want to glorify God and honor God. And just as clearly we want to be able to tell people, look what the Lord's done for me. He can deliver you from your situation as well. And so it is a very beautiful psalm to me not long but a lot of deep meaning there how that God truly is looking out for his own which that would be for you and for me as well tonight I would ask you is the Lord on your side he, he is if you're one of his faithful ones he is if you're giving your life to him he is if you're serving him maybe tonight you realize I've never Given my life to Jesus Christ tonight. I believe in Him. Well, what we need to do is then repent of our sin, say, I want to turn away from that and not do that any longer, confess your belief before people, acknowledge that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, acknowledge that I'm going to make Him the Lord of my life, and then be buried in baptism so those sins will be washed away. You're delivered. You're delivered. Another way of saying that is you're saved from your sins. Maybe tonight we've wandered away from the Lord. And if you want to make things right with Him, and come back to Him. We stand ready to assist you as well. If you will come as we stand and as we sing.